0: animals less healthy than you can't nourish you. Are you surviving or are you thriving? Are you too busy to live? Do you have grain brain? That
1: was
2: brain. Fight for your life. Get your prescription for health today. mother nature too good to be It's not you, it's the food. It's a no grain. Oh, (laughs) um, that isn't happening to us.
0: It's already happening to you, woman. Join our army of Minas. Keep the government off our farms. Make Make it it happen happen today. today. Save the
2: babies. The
0: the it's time to drop some atomic mom bombs. It's not me. It's you. Invest in your life. Yay! Her name is Nee.
2: Neethi, the pharmacist, and today I have a very special episode for you. Today we're going to be having a conversation with the kids. Um, You know, my children were telling me that it's not fair that they don't get to share and teach uh, the listeners about what's going on with the food. And so I asked them, I said, well, what is it that you would want to teach if you were given the opportunity? And I asked both of them to write down five things that they felt were important for people to know. And, you know, uh, the results were pretty amazing. And so I feel like all of you can benefit from hearing what it is that they have to say. So I'm bringing the children into the studio today and I feel really excited about this. You know, I really hope that these podcasts are serving you um, well. We are working really hard in an effort uh, to hope that these, that the education that we're bringing is allowing you to gain uh, food freedom and health independence. Uh, That is the intention of this podcast. It's, you know, we're working to reestablish the regenerative small family farm food system. And I don't know that uh, we can actually save all our farms if the consumers are unaware of uh, what's going on with the food system today. So today, we're going to hear it from the kids. We're going to hear what their feelings are, uh, the things that they're observing, and uh, I hope you guys will stay tuned in. Okay, guys, so I have the children here with me in the studio. Welcome to the studio, kiddos. Thank you. So I've got Jaya. Hello. And Gubby. Hello. Gubby, how old are you? 13. And Jaya? 9 is divine. (laughs) All right, so what I'm going to do is the kids have given me Uh, cards with their five bullet points of topics that they would like to discuss today and kids then you guys will just elaborate on those okay and we'll have a conversation. So uh, let's start with you Jaya. You said food schedule. What does that mean?
0: When I talk about food schedule is basically schedules. When people make schedules they don't include food well I mean some people might but they don't really that's not a basic thing that they would want to add in a schedule they the most important things is work um like bringing things to work or certain things for maybe their children like picking or giving getting them to school on a certain time and then working but you need a food schedule and a food schedule would be Okay, I'm going to um, drop off the kids at this time, go to work, um, eat at this time, then pick up the kids, and then drop them off and eat dinner.
2: So, um, is this happening, this is your observation? How, what this you is what talk? I see happening. Oh. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: People, they don't, the reason they don't add food in their schedule is because they don't, um add the time of making food they add the time of
2: getting um takeout ah oh. so so you know this because your friends are telling you this you see I them see, doing it I or see
0: it hear it um uh-huh. yeah that's really like
2: yeah what do you think cubby
0: um
1: i don't know every time we go to the store they're and they're talking about dinner sure they're buying stuff but like Some supermarket or whatever, but they're still not talking about what they're gonna make with it. They're just talking about what they're gonna eat, where where they're going out to eat that night. These are people that
2: you know. No, oh, just this is you observing like people. We're always listening.
1: Kids (laughs) are always listening.
2: Oh wow, (laughs) are you guys listening to this man? Okay, so for the listeners, talk about. I think that we're being stalked or what do you guys call it? Um, Observed. Observed. People observation. The kiddos are observing Sneaking.
0: <laughs> Going behind walls. Oh. What are, are you guys doing? like spying on people? Is that what's happening? No, we don't try to. We hear it. <laughs> it's we un- hear
1: it. It's unintentional eavesdropping.
2: You yeah. know you know what I think, and you tell me if this is true. Is it true that maybe adults don't realize or the grown ups are not realizing that there's kids everywhere and the kids are just listening to this? I, I bet they do they do realize it. They just think Cause adults are adults. They don't
0: realize that kids are not like them. They, um, kids have better. They, they're small, so they can like sneak around and do things and hear things very well. And we don't try to like when we're like, let's say Sam's Club or something, and we're in line, or, and we hear people talking about that. That it's it's not intentional. Mm-hmm. Unintentional use
1: dropping. That's what I'm calling it.
2: Okay, so, um, all right, we all need to become more aware of doing a food schedule. Do you think I do a good job at that? I mean, I don't know.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: I do? I don't know.
0: Yes. (laughs) See, you work. Yeah, you do. Well, it's kind of
1: different because Mom's version of fast food is baking some fish
0: it's literally fast food like, <laughs> like, like like flipping some um eggs and giving it to them like it's literally fast food it's not like oh yeah it, okay like, so i i use <laughs>
2: seafood as fast food in my house so i feel like seafood cooks up really quickly or i guess what do we do else that's fast she food. also makes really good pokey to the bulky salad,
0: cold which stock. is nice
2: because it's raw. I don't even have to cook it. But anything.
0: you're such a good cooker, um, that m- big dishes to you are very fast. So I mean, it's well, really, I like it's to really p- difficult to say to say what you call fast food because every basically everything's fast food for you because <laughs> you're so good and you're so quick about
2: it and you're multi. Or you. I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like to put things in the oven. I will say that I like to take things, prep them. Stick them in the oven and go back to work and do something else, and then dinner's ready. See
0: food schedule. Oh, okay. see, like let's say you're see, making. She plan- let's see, you're like you're making something and you put it in an oven and you wait for like the thirty minutes and then you work and then you're coming back and you're eating it. See, that's a food schedule. She plans the time that it takes for it to bake in the oven, to
1: prep, to put in the oven, and then go back to work and then come back to get it out
0: of the oven in time to prep it so that she can serve it up. But the other thing is you have, when she does it, then she has to choose one thing that takes a little bit of time because she wants to do that whole thing. She doesn't want to do half of it and then eat and then have to go back to it because she wants to spend family time. So you choose, so she chooses one thing. Let's say we're baking something and it takes 30 minutes. She chooses something that she has to do, like that she really has to do, and she does it in that 30 minutes and gets it all over with so
2: that she can have family time you watch me do this. I mean, because I've never had this conversation, I, you guys, with my children. So I know that we've never actually talked about <coughs> that. But this is just your observation. Not
0: observation. What? We like we, we I'm well. We don't try to, but we kind of like know. Yes, what you're observations.
2: Doing. <laughs> it's not observation for him, not me. not me. Okay, we're not having a, a yeah. fight no. about it. But um, okay, that's cool. I didn't know I was being observed either.
1: Or. <laughs> Or let's say she's baking something for 30 minutes, but she still also has to make a side. Or, so let's say she bakes it for 30 minutes, then it has to cool for X amount of time. In that certain amount of time, depending on how long it takes for her to, say, chop onions, then she chops onions within that span of time. But she still times it out so where she can get some work done or she can
2: hang out with us. Actually, a lot of times what I do is make all the side dishes while the main star of our meal is baking. So the 30, I, I put it in and while it's baking for the 30 minutes, I'm making our salads or, um, or what have you. So that's really neat that you guys have observed this schedule that I've never really talked to you about. So you are listening to friends or, or, or what have you, some of the adults in, in your world and you feel like there's not enough people planning out a meal, like time to make the meals.
0: But um, sometimes I do understand that people need to take takeout because either they have a dish, but like let's say they're also on a schedule. And this is when they don't make a food schedule. This is on a regular schedule. And they need to eat based on time, and they can't prep food. Let's say we um their kids have to wake up at six o'clock to get on the bus at seven, so they have to go to sleep at six or seven. And if they eat and they prep their food, then let's if uh, then it's gonna take a little time because food takes time to make. So I do understand people that need to hurry up and do stuff to to be on time mm-hmm. because we do it too sometimes mm-hmm. as well. I'm not saying that everybody doesn't. Um, make food from scratch but a lot of people do as well
2: well we try to do leftovers too
0: but yeah those people that do um the rush takeout thing food schedule would be a great um, well that's still observation
2: for you that's still
1: food scheduling Mm -hmm. just not in the time it takes to make the food
2: all right so let's move on to the one of the next topics i think that was a very interesting point jaya um -hmm. and one that i didn't realize that you guys observed that's pretty cool Gavi, so you wrote on one of yours, road trips. Most people, when they go on road trips, they don't think about packing food to
1: go on the road trip. They think about taking, um, let's say, stopping at some restaurant and picking up food and I mean, then well, eating a the car.
2: for most people, food is everywhere.
1: Yeah. Right. So. But let's say you're road tripping with friends or something mm-hmm. that eat like we do. Mm-hmm. Then what are they going to eat? Sure, like, I'm sure they can pack stuff, but if you invite them on a trip, won't they think that, I mean, if you tell them, then they should pack something to eat? This is an
2: obstacle for you specifically, because you want to maybe go on a road trip with somebody, and you know that you're not going to just eat Chick-fil-A or something.
1: Yeah, so we can't, like, stop somewhere to pick some food up to eat, whereas they can stop wherever. So even if we do pack something to eat, let's say we pack something to eat, but then we eat it all... And we're still, let's say we're still hungry. They can stop at any restaurant, mm. but we can't.
2: So we just have to be more prepared. Yeah. And so we would have to prepare more for road trips. Right. And you <laughs> would like to encourage that? I mean, actually, when I was growing up, then there was no, uh, I mean, you had, everybody had to uh, pack everything to go because there weren't, Uh, rest areas the way there are now with like 25 restaurants in the rest (laughs) stop or whatever when me and your um, nanny used to go in the car then we used to have to make sure we had all the meals in our picnic basket for that day like if let's say that we were driving to florida we grew up in north carolina if we were driving to florida we knew it was going to be like a 12 hour day then my mom used to make sure that we had a thermos full of she wanted her thermos of tea because it wasn't like a Starbucks era at that time, and so she would always make sure she had her hot tea, and we always had uh, a big cooler with water and ice in it. So, Jaya, let's go to one of your next ones. Your one of the other things that you said on here is, "What do I think about food?" Okay, what do you think about food, Jaya? Okay, so
0: what do I think about food? Well, when I mean what do I think about food, I mean fake food versus real food what the difference visualization looks like so hmm. um, do you want to what do you want to talk about beef for fake or do you want to talk about what else what do you I want,
2: want to? you to tell me what you're thinking about I mean you're the one who wrote this down <laughs> and I'm interested to hear what you have to say okay
0: so what I mean by visualize looking is that when you look at the difference between beef um, fake beef and real beef the two
2: look so completely and different. when you're calling fake meat where what what are you talking about imitation like what what it, okay you keep saying imitation i want to hear you tell us what imitation means to you in this case because i personally call it poison i don't call it imitation there's only food and then there's poison i mean you've heard me say this all yeah. the time but so tell me what you think about this so when I say imitation, I mean
0: like not actually raised on real everything. So like, you mean
2: like our rogue farmers?
0: Yes. So not like our rogue farmers. They um, they feed their cows real grass. Like they don't spray the grass and then make him eat, make the cows eat it. They don't spray or put in anything um, in the grain or anything that any of the animals eat. I mean, I don't think
2: the cows eat the grain.
0: Well, fake. Well, factory. They, they, they make it. They make the. Mm-hmm. the grain. But on the
2: farms are. But well, on the, like farms, the farms, they be.
0: they make. A, some people know what cows are supposed to eat, and some people don't. The factory people don't know what what cows are supposed to eat, so they give them grain and grass. Our farmers, our rogue farmers, know what cows are supposed to eat because they are farmers. They are actually real farmers, mm-hmm. not
2: factory. Not, not not factory workers. Yeah, huh? factory workers. <laughs> Okay, Okay, I did put those words in her mouth just now, sorry. But you kept saying that, Yeah, so,
0: okay, back on track. You know what Mm -hmm. imitation means now.
2: Oh, okay, thank you. so
0: imitation food, when, what it looks like is, well, basically, a cow, when it eats the wrong stuff, Mm -hmm. then, just like us, when we eat the wrong stuff, then we either, you know, go to the bathroom, or we, we, like, it goes out on one end, or we throw it up. So, so cows are not really like that. Their are um the food that comes out of them just changes, like the whole different. You mean the meat? The meat. The but I
2: think food. that wait. Okay, tell me what it is that you are saying about what their that meat looks like versus our meat. Okay, so
0: our meat looks our meat good. looks like an actual beef patty. Yeah, brick of beef. Uh-huh. That squiggly lines. Of- oh 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 oh. Okay, wait, hang on. Imitation yeah. beef looks like a pile of dirt No, i thought yeah. that you were saying you thought it looked like noodles it looks like yeah like noodle squiggly no noodles. it looks like a pile of dirt and then with noodles on top
1: no to make it, just it look fancy like to make
0: it
2: look fancy it just looks like noodles okay <sighs> like noodles beef noodles squiggled on i think this is coming from um, we were in the grocery store Uh, We went to a new grocery store that opened up here that's supposed to be, like, very uh, clean, right? Um, And we we won't talk about the names of the stores, but I remember what you're talking about now. Okay, so we walked into the store, and they had what they were calling grass-fed beef. And you guys were looking at it and saying things like, this doesn't look like ground beef. Are you sure? This is, I was like are you sure this is ground beef like and I think uh, that you one of you said something about how pink it was right I, I and, was and, raw. and oh. no but I mean because one of you said that it looks so pink and ours looks so red
0: oh yeah because well um also um the organs and stuff or whatever
2: you mean the fat
0: the fat no not the fat but all the organs and stuff they just change because they're not supposed to be eating that. So then it changes the color of all, everything and it changes um, everything that the cow produces. I don't, I don't think
2: that's what happens, babe. Like, <laughs> you're saying that you think that the meat is that color because Metabolics. of something that's happening with the organs. But, I mean, yeah, I think that you want, or, I mean, what are you asking people to do, Jaya? Now, when you
0: buy food, I want you to look at the difference. I want you to come mm-hmm. to our store and
2: see mm-hmm. what our everything looks like. But, How about go to a farm? Because a lot of people yeah, listening to, to this may not even be in North Carolina. I
0: know, but go to a farm and make sure, like, ask the farmer. This might be weird, but just ask them because this is, let's just ask, <sighs> like, you know, if you have a peanut allergy, then you would say, is this, does this have peanut oil on it? Right, right. So it's right, the right. same thing if you ask a farmer, do you spray anything? It shouldn't be weird. It should be the exact same thing. Right, right. Um, so you're going to say... Are you, do, Or do you spray anything? Mm-hmm. And then you can check it all out. And whenever you go to a produce stand, you always want to ask, do you spray anything? And can I come see your farm? Because if you know how they treat all the animals, then you'll know, you'll have a better perspective of
2: all the yeah, see. you'll have a better idea what the food actually is. So you're
0: inviting everyone
2: to find a farm locally and look at that meat.
0: A farmer's market. Right. And see the difference between the what okay. you think and just, like, see what you think. And- because and you're, you're, tell because because you're telling
2: me that you don't, well, I've heard my children say this a lot. Like, when we go to a store, any grocery store, they don't believe that that meat looks good. Like, like actual meat. meat.
0: I was like, "Is this a new food?" Whenever I see <laughs> someone, I'm like, "Did they make something new from uh, like did, did they research something new that comes from a cow?" To get
2: okay, Gabby, animals? do you, you look like you want to say something about that?
0: Well, I
1: was saying that if you're not, even if when you go out to the farms, if you're not exactly sure how to vet a farm out, then and you're then if you haven't listened to all the podcasts, just go back and listen to. All the other podcasts. There. Yeah, because we
2: talk about yeah. how to do that. Okay, great. All right, so, Covey, one of the things on yours was, um, let's see, we talked about road trips. You said labels, picky eater, etc. What does that mean?
1: Like how certain people, I've heard the term, certain people call themselves picky eaters. Some people decide whether you're a picky eater based on whether you choose Greens or choose Greens. sugar or grains, depending on what you choose to eat.
2: This oh, you're also, saying that when people are making healthy choices, then there are some folks that are interpreting that as, as picky being eating. a picky eater. And you, your definition of picky eating is something else. Like, um, like someone who doesn't want to maybe try food. Yeah. Okay. Not
1: versus, gonna, I want to say something. Versus oh. not eating it because... You know it's bad for you. Or uh-huh. I've even heard someone who, uh, somebody called someone with an allergy.
2: A picky eater. A picky eater. Yeah. Because they you couldn't know eat what? stuff Taffy, with their allergy. I'm so glad you brought this up because this is one of my pet peeves. Um, when, when someone says to me that we're even, they say that we are really picky, we are very particular, even like elitist for choosing uh, to be conscious about what it is that we put in our mouth versus, uh, I mean, the majority of the population today is not concerned with where their food comes from. And they're not doing anything to, uh, to, to find out uh, probably because they don't want to do anything about it because it would be just one more job for them to have to do. But I'm really glad that you brought that up as, you know, like stop labeling people uh, as picky eaters when... The truth is that maybe they really just actually have a food allergy or they're trying to do what they can to make a healthy choice. so do you feel like this is more of an imposition on children, or do you feel like uh, everyone has to cope with that? I mean is this well there are that- more children being called picky eaters than adults, and some
1: most of the time they're not even picky they're either eating a certain way for a certain reason or they have allergies.
0: Like us, oh, ah. we eat for a certain reason. And the, um, I want to say th- some, one thing because that was one of my five things that I had on my list too. And um, what I wrote down was ketogenic and almond flour are, people say that those are gross words. Those are weird things to call ingredients. Almond flour. They say, almond flour? Who uses almond Almond flour—that's just <laughs> weird. If you have almond in a flour, that's just all chunky and gross. And this is what the kids are saying. This is what every I I, I hear everyone saying this. Yeah. And then um, the other word is keto, ketogenic. Mm-hmm. They say um, when we describe what ketogenic means, they
2: said. How, how would you describe ketogenic, Jaya?
0: Sugar free, um, wheat free, GMO free. I mean, and it's basically meat, Etc. cetera. And yeah, uh-huh. and when um people hear what the definition of ketogenic means they're like what gmo free how do you mm. have a lifestyle
2: with no gmos and it's well i don't I think that's true because easy. ketogenic is not necessarily defined as gmo free if you no, are but it's one of the if you are trying to eat ketogenic and you're not making sure that your meat is grass-based and that it is GMO-free, then you're not going to probably reap as high of benefits. Because I know a lot of people that eat ketogenic, but they buy all their food in the grocery store, Jaya. So that's, that's more of a, a lifestyle. But, um, but it's interesting that you're having this observation. And the funny thing about the almond flour thing is we just had an event at your school, right? And it was so oh. funny. Yeah, tell about this.
1: Uh, we had a poetry tea house at our school, and so before the po- before we recite our poems, then we had like a little snack and tea thing, so it's a tea house. So we had we brought some of our some of our almond, almond flour muffins, muffins. some muffins. of our almond flour muffins, and we just had a sign that said contains nuts. If you have a nut allergy, don't eat. And we put it up there. But then there is we had the oh uh, another one of my friends brought in almond flour crackers. And they left the boxes up so you could read Almond Flour Cracker.
2: And and just no flavor. it has nuts in it, right? Yeah. And so... But there was no warning. No warning saying, warning, nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It just said Almond Flour
1: Crackers. Our muffins were devoured as soon as everybody started coming in. No, no, no.
2: The crackers were too. The
1: crackers were too. But...
2: Nobody knew. Nobody knew that they were almond Yeah, no one knew when they ate those crackers that they weren't normal. Crackers. Wheat crackers.
1: They were just almond crackers. They just, people just
2: ate them. And then when uh, they would eat ours, they'd say, yeah, you know, we saw the nut sign or whatever, something. Someone made a comment to me about it. And I said, well, you know, these crackers are also, they also have nuts in them. They're like, what? And then they started reading the box. And so you were saying, J.S., something on here. Uh, One of your points was... Uh, about how people don't think about ingredients.
0: Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk about that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and talk about that now. Yeah, okay. So what I was saying, it was, what do I think about our food ingredients? And um, imitation versus real food. And we all know what imitation means now, yay. Okay, so... When um people are buying things at the grocery store, and I'm not calling everybody, I'm not saying that everybody does this, but the majority of people do this. They say, okay, I'm, I'm going to look in my pantry and see what I need from the grocery store. I need bread, crackers, this, that, okay? So then they go to the store and they say, okay, I need the bread. See, they don't even pick it up, read the label, read the ingredients, see if they need a, a nut allergy or... If it says anything, they just pick it up and put it in their cart. And um, there was this article in a magazine that I read, and it said that one of their kids um, almost died because they didn't look at the back of the... um, The label. The label um, of, I think it was... um, cereal or something anyway and because um every crackers i think yeah crackers or something and every store always has a quote that says if it's here it's fresh it's fresh here everything's natural all the ingredients are um the best or something like that and everybody believes that mm-hmm. and so
2: when they i mean they might not say those words but when you walk into a grocery store they that's want you what to feel think. excited to be, be safe and yeah. And eat whatever And about. so
0: people feel so secure and so safe that they don't even take one second to even look at what's on the back to see if it says anything that, like, let's say there was even... So what happened in this article? Um, so they were buying crackers, mm. and on the back, or their kid had a peanut allergy, and on the back it said... Very big, like maybe on a medium size font, but it said big enough for anyone to read doused in peanut oil.
2: Or it you didn't mean say, doused, may, but it probably said may contain or may peanuts. Contain yeah. something.
0: It didn't say okay. may contain, it said contained or contained. Yeah, like you know, they have warning. the allergen, they
1: have the allergen warning contains milk, soy, nuts, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it contains peanut. says yeah. Okay. peanut oil, uh-huh.
0: and um. So they the family never read the back because that family never reads the back of anything that they buy because they know that that store is all natural fresh ingredients, so they don't need to look on the back and see the ingredients to see
2: well if there's let's not let's not make that statement. How about maybe they do because they have a child with a peanut allergy? They're probably really careful, but in this particular case, it's not that much of a habit for most people. And so they bought this, and they didn't read the labels.
0: And on the back, right next to the ingredients, it said, um, contains peanut oil.
2: So what happened to this child? Um,
0: he choked, mm. and it cool. was in his esophagus, and he almost died. Mm. I don't know if it was
1: choke. It was more of an allergic reaction, but yeah.
0: And it was choking because he couldn't he an, his, his throat couldn't open up to um, put it in. So he had a
2: constriction of the throat. Mm-hmm. So what are you trying to tell everybody, Jaya?
0: Read. It doesn't matter if you want to read the ingredients. Just look on the back to see what's there. And if you're there, yeah, if you're on the back, then sure, go ahead and see the ingredients. But some people, they don't read the ingredients and this is what I think as an observation I think they don't read it because they don't know what is good and what's bad so if they read it they don't know oh well, is I think this they would know bad? what's
2: good or what's bad I just think that they think for themselves they, yeah. I think that they don't have to really read them I find people buy things um all the time uh and they don't even know what's in the package well they do they, well when, I think a lot of people yeah. just buy things and they have like no idea they, read, they just if, know that yeah. they like certain brand or they like the picture on the front.
0: Yeah, because it's all about the looks for them. If it And the people at the store, they make it look good so that they want to buy it. And um, on the back, this is what I want to tell you. Mm -hmm. I was still going on and you just brought up that. But um, it was that um, ingredients, they don't know what's bad and good. They might know what's good and bad for them because of their allergic reactions or what they Uh like. But they don't know like if high fruit or whatever, I can't pronounce it. Fructose. Fructose. Corn syrup. Corn syrup is <laughs> is bad. They think it's good, and they don't know that wheat flour is bad. They think it's good, and it's just all natural
2: because of the words. Mm. That well, they, they don't. People with. don't know that wheat Glass. is harvested using glyphosate. Yeah. So they use Roundup to harvest wheat, which is the problem. And it's not that wheat itself is just the devil or something like that. These grains, when they're grown, they're harvested using Roundup. So Roundup is like a
0: gasoline.
2: I mean it's a poison. And it's like
0: it's a poison. And it Mm -hmm. I wanna bring up something that you always tell everybody and I like saying it because it's just fun to say. (laughs) But it's also very knowledgeable. You I want you to think about this. If you have like an apple and you're at a gas uh you're the gas station and your mom's getting gas or your dad's getting gas and you're eating apples and you come out to throw the apple away and it drops on the floor and you still have one bite left and do you would you and if the floor is all dirty and covered in gas would you eat that i don't think so i wouldn't but people that's what they eat in their cereal it's like you Taking a scoop of cereal, putting some gasoline on it, and then eating it because all because Roundup is like a type of gas.
2: I mean, it is a chemical, and what what your point I think is is that people are eating food that's doused in poison, and and it seems clean because it's in a box or a bag. And it looks good. Yes. And it's quick, and it's easy, and it's fast, and it makes them full for a minute.
0: I don't know. And their kids like it, and I want to get to Covey's thing.
2: About yeah, it. that's a really good. All right, point. Covey's point is. Um, I also
1: wanted to say something off that too. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's not also that people just don't look at the ingredients. Also, companies are ever changing their ingredients in certain foods. Mm. So mm. let's say you always buy certain brand, like X brand of chips. Well, let's say they have certain ingredients one year, but next year they find something that will make them more profit. Well, mm-hmm. then they
2: start using that. That's true because we had a X. Ex- I mean, you know, chips are not really supposed to be like the healthiest thing to eat, but sure. Let's... There was a brand of chips that we used to get... Uh, that we felt like it was one of our things that were safe to eat from the store if we're traveling on the road or something. I also and they used to they used to use um, a clean oil and then now they're using uh, a GMO oil again. That's what you're talking about, right?
0: Yeah. And I also want to say something. Um, it was, I was going to include this before, and I just totally forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not crackers that he had an allergic to. It was chips. I just was realizing this because Cubby was talking about the oils. And mm-hmm. I think I told you, is the chips. And um, everybody thinks that chips are made with canola oil, and canola oil is not good. But, yeah, they think that it's made with canola oil, and they were allowed to eat canola oil. And so, it's like Covey said, they changed... Are the ingredients because because chips can be um, made with anything coconut oil, avocado oil, anything at all. but they um had peanut oil and they thought it was canola oil because mm. chips because they don't know that chips can be in different oils. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. this may yeah. have this also may have been a case where they do
2: change their ingredients right. where yes. a brand that you thought was safe to use all the time. because we if you we know there's a brand of something that we enjoy. Then we don't necessarily read the ingredients every single time. Although now we do because we have realized this, right? Yep. Like there's some. Well, there's the few things that we're thinking of right off the top are Indian things that we would get. <laughs> but okay. it's amazing they keep changing that all the time. Okay, so Covey, let's get to keep moving here. You said parents not buying things because they think their kids won't like it.
1: Oh yeah. So, also, most most parents, when they're going to the store, let's say they go while their kids are in school, and let's say there's something new in the store that they think about buying for their kids. Then they think again, they're like, oh, my, kid, my, kid, my kids may or may not like this, but I'm leaning towards not. So, then they don't buy it. But how are you going to know if your kids don't like it if you don't buy it?
2: That's okay. Well, my... let's just say if it's a new. Let, let's use a different example. You, um, you're also saying here, parents letting kids eat whatever they want, kids will always go for the sugary stuff and not the green stuff. Then the parents assume they don't like greens, even though they most likely do like greens.
0: That's one of the things that bother me so much. Um, the parents are in charge. The parents are parents. They're the elders. And the kids have to respect the parents, but the parents are not acting like parents. So, <laughs> they don't, they're not standing up like, Mom, you're an actual parent. <laughs> No, I'm, not, I'm literally saying this. Like, let's say um, you give us an avocado salad, and I don't like avocados, but you say it's good for you. Then I I, I might not like it, but I'll know that it's good for me, and it helps mm-hmm. me in some way. So then I'll eat it, and then...
2: And you might complain the whole time.
0: But it's it's okay. <laughs> but, but what I'm trying
1: to get to is, how do you know... Like, let's say the avocado thing. Let's say your parents don't think you like avocados so then they don't buy avocados for, or put avocados in your food because they assume that you won't like it how are you how are they supposed to know if you actually like it or not
2: if you don't try it and how does that oh. make you feel
1: it's not fair I'm i like, know. Let's say so like some most parents assume let's say uh, <laughs> let's say you're eating like some type of green then most parents assume oh it's green and it's a vegetable or fruit
2: the, the microgreens green. are a good example. What do you think about that? I want to But let's something. say, like, some kids. Yeah, kid. no, but a lot of parents won't let their parents, their kids try the microgreens. Or they don't want to spend the money to buy the microgreens. for. Like, we've been at a farmer's market trying oh, to yeah. sell the microgreens. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, and then there, are par- there are parents who just don't buy microgreens because it's green. And they don't think their kids will like it. Because maybe they fed their kid, let's say they don't like spinach. Okay, just because it's green doesn't mean everything tastes like spinach. So it's going to mm. be completely different. I had, like, there's one of my friends said, uh, one of my friends said his mom, or he said that he doesn't like it food because it's green. And I said, well, not all green food tastes alike. He's like, well, I had spinach, and then my mom said that, that I probably wouldn't like the other greens
2: because they're, um, because they all oh. taste similar. Well, okay, wait. This is something I want to point out to the listeners what you say becomes your truth. What you say becomes your truth. Watch what you say. I would. I don't think I have ever said, and I won't ever say. Uh, I mean, I've evolved. I mean, there were times when I would say things that I, maybe without thinking as much. But I don't think that I've ever said to you, "Hey, I don't know. You might not like this, Jaya." I mean, would I ever say those words? Oh, you said no. Mite. You do, say, you, you do say, you do
0: say, here you go. If you like it, then you can have some more. If you don't like it, then that's okay. Okay,
2: but saying that is different yeah. from saying you may not like it. I mean, I always make you, in fact, don't wait. what's our rule?
0: If you don't like something, you have to take however many age bites, um, no thank no you, thank you bites. bites. So I'm not, if I don't like avocados, I have to take nine no thank you bites. But I also want to, before you guys also say something, Covey was talking about the, um, yeah, well, we were just talking not about to get it. Old. Okay, so what I want to <laughs> say, it's kind of like a diagram, I think. So, um, your parents' brain is your brain. So, if you, if you, your mom or dad say, you might not, or you, you don't like, you don't like it. So, then it rejects on the kid because they said, oh, my mom doesn't like it. Now, that, now, mm-hmm. hang on. Mm-hmm. The kid's observation is his mom's observation. So, like Covey said, he said, the, Kids always go for the sugary stuff, and the parents don't think that the kids like. The green stuff, that's why they don't buy it. That's what they say. So, the parent that's when I say parents are not being parents, and this is one thing that
2: really bothers me. I'm like, oh my god, be a parent! I'm like, <laughs> this is coming from my sugar kid. I want all y'all to know that this is the kid that will argue me to death and want candy every month. But the reason, uh, but 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 she doesn't I, eat a lot of candy. I don't, I
0: don't ever eat candy all the time for every single dish. And all these people, uh, these people. Like if you go into their house this is what I think. My yeah. observation. If you go into their house, I bet you a hundred percent that everything in their fridge to their pantry to everything, um has sugar. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I really I bet you
2: a hundred percent that yeah. So Maybe. Okay. Alright, well, I don't know. I think we've talked about a lot of good points, and we're about to run over on time.
0: Hang on. I have one more thing that's really, really good. Yes. The trying new things. Uh Uh-huh. So, um... Let's, I don't like avocados. Let's say I have an avocado on April 1st and I don't like it. But on April 10th, I have guacamole. And guacamole is made from avocado and I love the guacamole so much. And then May 1st, I have an avocado and I love the avocado so much because I just had guacamole. So trying new things is not bad. If you have something one time, you, your taste buds change all the time just like your body it grows all the time and your mindset change or it grows every single day your taste buds does, does the same thing mm-hmm. so you might not like avocado one day or one hour and then mm-hmm. you like it the next you guys need to try every single thing all the time and if you have it one day then make your kid have it again and try and be a parent a- <laughs> this is well this is a saying that i just made up,
1: but it sounds really, really cool. Okay. You know how they say you learn something new every day? Well, you could say you like something new every day because your taste buds are changing every single day.
2: This is true. You know, like, you know what, Janet? You were probably the toughest kid that I had to raise because, Gavi, you uh, grew up with Mina and you you know that she got sick and you remember, I think, a lot of the things that we went through and why we changed our lifestyle. More than Jaya. I
0: don't know. All I know is like four or three things about her. Like her name, her favorite color, her favorite animal.
2: Okay, so, so. that's probably why. I think that's that why. what I'm trying to say is that for for you, you didn't watch your sister get sick and suffer. Nope. And your brother did. So he's very particular about what he eats. And you're always curious to try everything new and regardless of what. It is. I mean, you, you know, you're going to, he's going to tell you it's imitation food and you're going to be like, are you sure? I know that yeah. it's imitation
0: food, but I still, I still like, I'm curious. I want to know what it tastes like. I just know I shouldn't have it, but it does look, <laughs> but no, I mean, in my brain, I want it and I'm like, brain, stop it. It's not <laughs> good for you. Because one of the best things that I learned from that was that I was the only child that has not eaten any imitation food, which is good because then I learn only to eat
2: real food. Right. I mean, that doesn't stop your curiosity. And I think that when you read the labels, and I give you the choices, because I let you choose, right? Mm-hmm. And... Well, I always choose the good there, stuff. There are the times that she's
0: like, but can we still just try it? Come on! Sometimes. Yeah. Then yeah. my brain just gets to my
2: body. I'm like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You keep your mind strong. Yeah. Yeah. Well... I think that, you know, you guys have made some uh, really big points here. Uh, I hope all the listeners have enjoyed uh, listening to this conversation. I think that we could, you know, say that we would want to have the kids on again. Yay. In the future sometime, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so that you guys can continue to give us some insight on your observations. Gabby, I really uh, think that you're, you know, both of you came up some, some really interesting things. So now we know, first of all, the kids are always watching us. They don't appreciate our making decisions for them and not giving them the opportunity. I don't know that any of the kids want us to impose our opinions, which I find to be true actually. I see parents all the time, you know, your kids don't eat what you don't like. They don't necessarily always get to choose what they don't like. They If you don't like peas and you don't want to make peas, then they don't get to ever eat peas because you just chose never to have them.
0: But, like, in our family, everyone likes something and everyone doesn't like something. Like, three, my mom, dad, and Covey like um, pokey, tuna, and I don't really like it. But that's okay. At least she let me try it, and I'll have it over and over again to see if I like it. But...
2: And one day you might like it. Yeah, but people just... I mean, there's other stuff ...force that, them. Yeah. There's other things that we've made that you didn't like, uh, and then you ended up developing a taste for. Like you,
0: avocados I didn't like, and now I'm starting to like it. Sometimes I don't really like it, but yeah, I like it kind of...
2: Right. Right? Mm -hmm. And I know Gubby's always been the one to try everything new and generally likes everything. Most of the time, it's not that you don't like the food. You just may not like the way that dish was made.
0: Yeah,
1: because some people like different things. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Some people, if they try something and it's like the main dish of something, just because they don't like it. Like, let's say something, you have a steak and you put some sauce on it and it tastes bad with the sauce. Well, some people immediately assume they just don't like that steak.
2: Or they don't like steak. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, and, but, like, like, like me. Right. In general.
2: Like, yeah. People have said that to me too. Like, they're like, yeah, I don't like beef. No, you don't not like beef. You probably just don't need to have sauce on it.
0: And like um, a lot of people, me and a lot of people is one, they have a dish made a certain way and they probably don't like it that way. Or maybe they do like it that way, but they also want to try another way to have it. Well, yeah, like, like me, I love shrimp, yes. but um, but when mom fried it, oh, it was even better as well. So now I have two favorite shrimp dishes that I like.
2: Mm-hmm. So we always say in our house, you can't say that I don't like kale I just might not like raw kale. Maybe I might not like sauteed kale. I might not like kale chips, but I'm gonna like it one way out of the three three ways, right? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. I mean you're always gonna be able to find one way that you like to eat it. (laughs) Even if that just means that you should always be able to (laughs) Well, I think in most cases Yeah, most of the cases we find that we like it one way and maybe not every. Like like chicken. I didn't
0: like it just plain because i i don't like the fat when it's like that i like the fat when it's cooked very very well like when i have um
2: chicken and rice then it's it's i like it that way with the broth yeah okay so thank you guys for taking the time to talk with us and share your ideas and stuff with everyone i really appreciate you being in the studio today and i
0: liked being here because i always like being a star Yeah, I'm like the only star in
2: the house. Oh, okay, Jaya.
0: Well, I love you people.
1: Mwah, mwah, mwah. She forgot about me, but okay. <laughs> now, I'm thinking. No, Jaya forgot about me when she was saying that she's the only star. But anyway, <laughs> thank you for having me on the show. Yes. Hope you enjoy this. Hope, hope we get to talk to you guys next time. All right.
2: We're signing off. Leave an honest review about the show on iTunes and like and share our Facebook page. Um, you can also sign up for our newsletter and if you like the education that we're bringing to you each week, can you please help support our 501c3 mission to reestablish the regenerative organic small family farm food system by making it happen today with a tax deductible cash donation. You can register and make a donation at www. 2 forkmeatriotorg Again, that's www.farmtoforkmeatriot.org. And click on the donate button. I'm Neethi, signing off. Remember, let your farmer fill your prescription. Reboot, restore, and rejoice.